you for joining me for the latest installment of TV Madness with Makisha Madden Toby. I'm your host. Jessica Williams and Phoebe Robinson are like the cool girls we all wish were our friends. Expounding on that theme, the two took their two-year-old Two Dope Queens podcast from WNYC on the radio to HBO for a four-part special that had a lot of us watching or at the very least DVRing every Friday night at 11.30 p.m. for the past month. The Queens' last installment aired last week, but you can still catch it in reruns and on demand. In the meantime, I caught up with Jessica and Phoebe, see how I use their names, like we're friends, <laughs> at TCAs as they talked about the special, how cool HBO was with them, and when they were shaping the show and figuring out how to make the transition from TV, from, from podcasting to television. And they also pulled big names like John Stewart, Titus Burgess, um, and so, uh, was it J- Jessica... Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was on there. I, guess, I, didn't, you know, I, didn't, I didn't actually see that. No, no, Sarah Jessica Parker, the the, the yeah from Sex and the City. She was on there, which was great because you know we, everybody looks up to Sarah Jessica Parker, especially as a fashion maven. Um, and also it was funny because if you saw the last episode, you you get the Mary J. Blige reference as as we heard in the intro. So check it out. This is my interview with uh, Jessica and Phoebe, who are the two dope queens. I love the special. I think it's brilliant. Thank you. Any talks of possibly coming becoming a show, and would that take off some of the... We just want to see how the first ones go. I would love to do, like, another batch of specials, but I think it's great if it is just, like, a... uh, (laughs) It feels so loud now because it wasn't on. No, but I think it would be great to just keep it as, like, these kind of, like periodic things that happen because I, I don't want to lose the magic of it. And I was going to say, it takes away Yeah, yeah, and I like that it being like individual specials and have it be like this little treat for Would it become people. like, also would it become like a chore if it were a show or not real? I mean, I am a workaholic, <laughs> so I love working. Um, but I don't know if it would become a chore. A chore, I just think because, you know, she's doing more acting, and I'm writing, bo- I'm writing books and doing like a lots of other things. I think it's hard schedule-wise. But to have it just be like this fun thing we can come back to and it can feel like a, a reunion every single time, which I think the audience also enjoy it because you don't want people to get tired of us. Right, right. Yeah. I think, too, it's just sort of um, HBO unofficially has become this network for black women. Mm-hmm. You know, the Beyonce <laughs> special, um, Insecure, now Misha Green's doing something. Mm-hmm. And sort of just sort of when you guys, when I find two dope queens are coming, I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It yeah. fits. Um, does it feel like that when you guys were sort of in talks too or totally I mean we had been talking about doing a special for quite quite a while but I know it's like comedians it's a dream to be able to have an HBO special I grew up watching HBO specials for like like, sneaking and watching it oh oh my Chiro the best the best one on the show ever Uh, but, but it's still just such an honor to be able to do an HBO special and the fact that they were like, let's do four is just beyond <laughs> dreams. Yeah, it's great. And I think that HBO is really smart about recognizing that there are audiences that are underserved mm-hmm. and creating a platform where people like myself and Issa and other people can come in, like Oprah with you know, Henrietta. Mm-hmm. They can right, come right. in and present these different stories. And they're very smart about like not getting in the way of that and just being like, let you do your thing. Put that out there, and we'll celebrate and champion you. And that's like a dream, and you know, more networks can learn from that. Was it intimidating too? Because this is the biggest thing you guys have done. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Um, was that sort of like, whoa, 
Okay, let's fucking kill this. Let's lay down our edges and knock this out. Yeah. Roll up our sleeves. Uh, well, it was cool because when we first met with HBO, we were like, okay, so what do you want to see like different? What what can we do? And they were like, just do your podcast. And we were like, wait, what? Look, like, just do your podcast. And we are like, hell yeah. So that HBO... took the pressure off, right? Ab- absolutely. Yeah. If there was any, it, it took it off. But HBO was always game. They knew what they were buying. They knew like they had such a backlog of work of ours to pull from. Wow. And so it was basically we did the same thing that we normally do but with a wig budget. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Talk about the wig budget. Yeah. The wig yeah. budget's lit. It was awesome. It was Did you really get a wig budget? Well, no, I didn't. No, but I like with everything. Yeah. Only as because I felt like you guys are like the Viola Davises of comedy, live Stop. comedy. Like, yeah, I feel like Viola on how to get away with murder was like taking the wig off, like pulling yeah. the curtain back. Like, yeah. There's another episode where she was getting tracks on it, right? Uh-huh. So you guys, you guys didn't go there, but I was like, it's like the next best thing. Yeah, well, and I think it was cool. It's just... the honesty <laughs> and the fun of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was just cool to do you want some water. <laughs> No, 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 she drink water. I can wait. I don't want to be like talking while you're choking. I can wait. I've been having tea the whole time. No, continue. Leave okay. me. It's like I'm scary moving. I'm like, okay. yeah. um, but I think what it was cool is just to like, you know, a lot of times we look at like a comedy special. It is normally a straight white guy in a suit with a red curtain and a mic standing, and, and standing in front of a mic. And we really wanted it to be like, this is like what... Or black- with thigh boots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just want to be like, this is what black women look like when they right. go out and they have fun. They play with hair. They do fun things with their makeup. And we really wanted to have that look. And we didn't want to have to feel like we had to look a certain way. You know, I remember years ago when Viola Davis went on the red carpet with an afro. And so we were- Yeah, and people were like, this is so unprofessional. And then, like, what? we're in a special with Justice having, like, you know this beautiful, awesome Afro wig, and no one's no one's ever going to say that that's unprofessional. Oh, it's so funny because they like, say it's cool. This Afro she wore for the Golden Globes, we were like, "Oh, slay!" That yeah, and, but look at the time. look at the time. It's yeah. literally three years, and people are like, "Yeah." So I think with us, with us doing here, how we want to do and how we do in our everyday lives, it's just like another way for people to get like black women like to have fun with their hair, and it's all professional. Thank you. And I think there's a misconception as well, though, right? Because it's sort of like. What? Oh, it's a wig or it's weave, and that's not who you are. It's like that's so not the point of what we're doing. We no. have to go. We have stuff to it's do. To yeah, play. And what's, it's to play, and yeah. that's what's it's beautiful fun. about us and like you know, hair icon Rihanna is like we can uh, change our hair if we want to, and we can rock any style. We can rock any texture hair if we really wanted to. I don't think a lot of people could can pull that off. They, yeah, the uh, Solange. There's like, yeah. Yes, like but it, I do, do notice in this generation with the exception of Viola. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. maybe Angela Bassett. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But um, I, I love that and I really felt like our specials as far as our beauty budget, which I love, this is like our first time talking about this. <laughs> but with Please, our specials, it was, we need to know all I love it. it. Right? Well, with this, I, I felt like it was our time to shine and, and what I love about Two Dope Queens is we're not asking questions about what we should talk about. We're not apologizing for like being alive. We're just wearing our hair help we want to wear it. We're doing our makeup. We're mm-hmm. we're talking about whatever the hell we want to. Did you have to. a makeup artist? Yeah, yeah we have a makeup, makeup artist, awesome hair, makeup, artist. makeup, wardrobe. Did you do, I'm not trying to be funny, but like what makeup line did you, was there one in particular? Was it MAC? I don't, was it I don't know what Delina uses. Yeah. I mean, because my skin is problematic, hashtag 
like Jezebel, but no, it is truly. <laughs> I do have like I, you could prone get acne and like breakouts and stuff. Yeah, but my skin is like that. There's makeup on me, <laughs> and I I have a whole face regimen now. Okay, it's like okay. mask and like anti aging cream. I'm at the age where I'm using anti aging cream. I love cream. that. That's great. hot though. That's great. That's like Helen Mirren. Yes, <laughs> it is. Secret. Yeah, it's great. I'm That's really hot. I'm really thrilled with what it. What about like hair? What like did you have hair pieces that you picked out already? Was it like was it like uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta were like in a closet of wigs, like the sisters no. are there. I love that. I like a uh, really I love when they go in their closets. It's like a whole yeah. neighborhood of hair. I just got like a, a nice, like kind of full weave sewn in. We did do clip-on bangs because I used to have bangs, and I was like, I don't know if I want to go I love full that. on. Bangs. Yeah, so we did clip-on bangs. We like blow it out, tease it out, curl it. So I, I was like, don't touch my real fro, don't touch my hair, mm -hmm. my real real hair. But you can put as much heat as you want on this Ooh, weave, and well, it's fine. Will we see your real hair on this special? Not on this special because whenever I do stuff like that, my hair cannot handle the heat. Yeah, that's the that's the. Is ticket. it what's that type three? It's yeah, it's I'm 4C. Yeah, so mine shrinks a lot and also it's just it's it's, it's fine. Oh, shrinkage city! Like yeah, my hair will shrink yeah. to like half an inch and it's pretty. Yeah. it's pretty big. But, I don't even know if my hair's any because I've yeah. had for so long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but I. Yeah, and I, I just like braided my hair down, and every every episode I tried to tell a new story. One was like sexy newscaster. <laughs> Another one was like Amy Winehouse. The curly inspired. one was that. Which one? That was sexy newscaster. Okay. Uh, like I'm gonna be like, here's the breaking news, and like I don't know, uh, Montessori. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Santa Barbara and. Yeah. Uh, uh, and another one was like just big afro was this hair yeah um, another one I was I saw like, your hair at the HBO party on Sunday and I was like who's that and then I was this? pulled away so uh, I never get to find out who the woman on the hair I was like, okay. don't tell HBO but this was from the special and I kept it <laughs> why not keep it I know Go just for like it. They, were they claiming that they have no they, were no. So, they had nothing to do with it were they like you need a on these hair no they were like so long uh, but yeah it was just fun to like play and like feel yeah. pretty and beautiful on stage at the King's Theater in Brooklyn. Yeah. I love it. I know you guys were here last year for the podcast uh, convention. Yeah, for Work It? Yeah. Work yeah. It Fest. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was so much fun. It was amazing. Yeah. It's, are you finding that with, with each special, with each each project you guys do, is it sort of like a growing, ever mushrooming audience of admirers? or And is yeah. that weird? Or? No, it's more fun that like stuff that we talk about and we joke about on the podcast, people can relate to. And even they haven't specifically experience it they can have fun and like feel i feel like we're just gaining more and more friends so it's like really cool and like everyone's been nice and i've gotten messages from people being like your podcast like made my day better or like i went on this like three hour road trip and i listened to you guys and so i feel like with the specials and it being like on hbo go people can literally go on the go and like be sitting on the plane watching us be our silly, goofy, dorky, funny selves. And that to me is like the most exciting thing. So I'm never like weirded out by it. I'm just kind of like, thanks for caring that much. That's like awesome. I love it too in the room that someone asked what a blurred was. I was so proud because yeah. I've been using that term forever and mm -hmm. I'm just now starting to hear mainstream non-black people use that term. Yeah. Um, is that is that sort of like 
you guys are becoming these ambassadors oh. <laughs> for the blur community. Yeah. Is that too much responsibility? No, or are you know, you no. we share it with Issa, which is great. <laughs> no, totally. yeah, no, but I think we're just be- being ourselves. And, and like, black girl nerds, I mean, they, they're a site, and then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and Issa's just being herself, and so I think it's just giving people confidence that they can also be themselves, and like that's what I learned from like people like Oprah or people like Kerry Washington, they're just. They there there's not like a social media persona and then they go off somewhere else. Like this is who I am. I believe in myself. I have down days, I have up days and like I think we really just try and like see those examples and we try our best to like live up to those examples and also just like live our best truth, you know? So what's next for you ladies is like um uh, one thing I, I thought it was really interesting when John Stewart last daily show like there was all this tension on you Jessica like okay now you have to take the time you're like I'm good leave me alone like are you are you happy now that you sort of can present this to the world like this is my thing like yeah definitely I'm uh that happened I was like 26 I think and that's like so it was real I remember it being really intense because I've always wanted to do I started in this business when I was like a baby I started when I was like 15 And yeah, and I've always wanted to do what it is that I want to do. And I feel like a lot of my 20s, like I got the Daily Show when I was in college. And to me, the Daily Show was grad school. And I I feel like I always needed time to be in my 20s. And I always needed time to grow and figure out what it was that I wanted to do. So I think that's like kind of a hard time. But Tudor Queens came at the perfect time because um, I think I started as 24. And still figuring it out, but I learned a lot about my voice, and, you know, Phoebe's been a stand-up, so she had things sort of set with the way that she was. Uh, but for me, I really, like, learned a lot about myself on stage, and I wasn't being my correspondent personality, which right. is still a personality. Right. You know, it's like, no, it, That's not I feel like, no, right. I got to be, like, sensitive and a bit more, like, less confrontational, and also... <laughs> Just, like, figure out what it was that I, I want to do. I mean, it, it, it was really lovely. Good for you. I had to ask you that. And so what's next for you, ladies? Um, I have a movie coming out this summer called Ibiza with myself, Vanessa Bayer, and Gillian Jacobs. Um, and then I have a book coming out in the fall called Everything's Trash, But It's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be another essay collection, and I'm going to do, like, a book tour for that. And just, like... Keep working on stand-up. Like, I did a, a tour uh, at the end of last year with Alana Glazer, and that was, like, a lot of fun. So her and I definitely want to do a stand-up tour again. I don't know Good. if it's going to happen this year, maybe next year. But I just want to keep, like, writing and performing and acting and doing all those things and just keep stoking fires. Thank you. Thank you. And you? Uh, I am uh, doing show at Showtime, which I'm excited about. Uh, and uh, a couple of movies that I can't quite talk about, but I'm super pumped about. And uh, I just shot... Just shot Fantastic Beasts uh, and Where to Find Them, and I'm looking forward to Yay. doing that in the future. And I really want to do a solo show um, at some point, maybe towards the end of the year, like on Broadway. Like, that would be freaking amazing. Uh, like Whoopi Goldberg style, back to Broadway. No, for real? Oh, it would be, that would be the dream, and I was so happy that you mentioned her earlier, because I, I think I got that DVD when I was like 15, and it was like, at a grocery, it was like a Vons, like in a bin, like they were like selling DVDs, and I was like, great, what is this? Uh, and, and she is such a, a legend to me, I know, I know. and I, I really think that she's incredible, and I was, we, we were getting ready today, and I was in my hotel room, and I was like watching The View, and, it and still I was holds just up. like, I mean, like yeah, 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 no, it holds up completely, uh, and um, so I, I, I really want to do 
more of that. Uh, Please. And I just bought like four different Pokemon games, and right now I'm playing Pokemon <laughs> That's the Moon on DS. Yes, that, that is my my immediate future, and uh, I'm trying to beat Pokemon Moon right now. And uh, catch someone to Pokemon. <laughs> oh, YouTube! I'm going to see YouTube. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the band they're going on tour. I'm going to see YouTube. Did you say the band? Yeah, the did band. You say, did you have to clarify? Okay. I had to clarify the, the most, band. YouTube. The most popular band in the world. You. Did you like need to clarify that? Who they are with or without you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Don't bring that up. I went to a YouTube concert. You loved it. It she was like, it. honestly, oh, I she, loved it. She made you go? Yes. Yeah, she did course. make me go too. And it was like a 10 hour day. And, uh, <laughs> but it was worth it. It was worth it. And it was really fun to. That's funny. Yeah. And it was really fun to. But did you keep the tracks that iTunes pushed on your phone though? I don't even know. I was so mad that day that they like force fed me. <laughs> they like literally force fed There's me an album thing. that I didn't want. They're they're risk takers. They're from no. Ireland. It's a great immigrant story, you know. <laughs> no, it's it is like, a great immigrant it was story. Yeah, it is a great immigrant story. I'm all for immigrant, immigration stories. Right, okay? they're from Ireland. They made it here but in America. It is That's way too no. That's intrusive. My thing is how dare they force a YouTube yeah. album on my phone when I can't even get like a fucking Aaliyah album on iTunes. Hi. Like how? Well, maybe dare if you talk to Bono about it, he would talk to Aaliyah's family. To he would talk to Aaliyah's family. <laughs> then it would be songs. Bono would like never do that. He's like busy helping people in Africa. I can't. He could take a time out. I already hate that he's come up so much. It's like the end of the day. <laughs> this was horrible. She's Bono, like, it's not the end you. of the day. Like, yeah, thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much. That was really oh, fun. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I'll see you around. Thank you so much. Warm in here. That was fun, right? That that's our show. Leo, okay, so you know what's funny? I thought of you, Leo, and I I have to say this on the show <laughs> because they were they are podcast veterans, you know, and we're doing an interview, and then they got hot and they tried to do the window, but it wasn't enough of breeze, so they turned the air on. Did it mess up? That was it okay? Was the sound quality okay? I appreciate that. Yeah, because I, I thought of you and I was, and, and Phoebe apologized. She goes, I'm sorry, we had to turn the air on. It's so hot. So as long as it sounded okay. It sounded okay to me. I could, I noticed the difference though. Like, you, yeah, it's just like, yeah, you, of course you noticed it. But yeah, I was like, but thank you for cleaning that up. <laughs> That's our show. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome? Leo is awesome. Phoebe and Jessica are awesome. And I'm so grateful I got a chance to interview them. Uh, if you didn't check it out when they aired originally on HBO, the four specials for Two Dope Queens, make sure you check it out on On Demand or in the rerun phase. And that was Jessica and Phoebe. Jessica and Phoebe from Two Dope Queens. Hey. Um, I have to thank Leo again. NPR West, our sponsors, Nissan, innovation that excites. Go to hashtag Nissan Diversity on Instagram to see all the cool things Nissan is working on for people of color, including being a sponsor for a Wrinkle in Time, which features the Nissan Leaf. Uh, Wrinkle in Time hits theaters March 9th. Uh, AdamandEve.com, enter promo code MADNESS, that's M-A-D-N-E-S-S, for the TV Madness podcast, and a percentage of whatever you purchase will go to the show. Production assistant and graphic artist Adam Janis, and you. Thanks for listening. Cause you know we got to get it wrong Mary J is in the spot tonight And